0: All right, welcome back. This is episode one twenty nine of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this is kind of a, a, a free agency uh, recap, recap uh, draft preview uh, party. Like it's it's all it's everything so far. It's been, it's been too been, long since we did a podcast. Yeah,
1: about about twenty nine days. Yeah, so much has happened. Oh. You know when we last left off. You know when we to be continued. Kirk wasn't even, he was still making 45 million trade, maybe. We didn't know.
0: Daniel Hunter was probably going to get traded.
1: Everyone was gone. Blow it up. Uh Blow it up. That was never our opinion. We always kind of just said they're probably all going to get restructured, and they all got restructured. And we restructured people, which
0: opened up cap space to make one splash move for sure, Mm -hmm. and a couple other depth moves at the very least.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll get to all the moves, but I feel like we are... I know people, a lot of big contingent of Viking fans would have preferred we blew it up and didn't try to win. But on paper, this team's pretty solid. Yeah. I, are we the favorite? No. But, you know... But does make Dan Orlovsky
0: call us the dark horse to uh, uh, make it out of the NFC? Yes.
1: Dan Orlovsky once ran out of the back of the end zone when Jared Allen chased him. So, I mean appreciate the love because we aren't getting much from the local media. All I see is like the same article from everyone. Like, Quessio Dafa Mensa is Rick Spielman 2.0. They're the same guy. The Wolfs are running the show. Yeah, they won't try to lose. You know I. You know what bugs me so much about the whole he's just Rick 2.0? First off, Rick, pretty good GM. Pretty good fucking GM. Brought
0: us to the NFC title game yeah, before things
1: all collapsed. We never like won the big game, but he... he I mean, even like last year, like Darsa looks like a good hit. Like, I mean, there's some misses and stuff, but like overall, pretty good GM. But this this idea that he constantly just added vets. Two years ago, we traded Stefan Diggs, we cut Xavier Rhodes, we cut Limval Joseph, we didn't sign Trey Wayne's, didn't we sign Mac, didn't sign Mac, didn't sign Everson Griffin, cut Josh Klein, like franchise we were, tag, not extended Anthony yeah, Harris. We we rolled out. Cam Dantzler, Jeff Gladney, Mike Hughes' corners. Like, how is that just sort of patching the holes and kicking the can down the road? And if I had to hear people say kicking the can down the road one more fucking time, the road never ends. Do people not get that? Like, you could keep kicking it. You know why? Because there's always another year. There's always another year to kick the can. I feel like all these teams have just realized that. Like, you don't just look at the cap in one year. You look at it in like a three-year span. Because you could just keep doing it. The, unless the world ends or NFL folds, there's always another year to just continue to do it. So, And, I, and if the world ends, they don't have to pay them directly. Yeah. It's yeah. just like everyone's like, oh, our cap in 2024. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Don't worry. We'll just dump on that money to 2025. And then in 2025, we'll just dump it into 2026. The only time I'm going to be worried about the cap is when we no longer have Rob Brzezinski and I don't know <laughs> the fellow. like a, The thing is, every team's doing it now. Like 10 years ago, void years and, and uh, like those kind of restructures and stuff weren't really like the norm. It's the norm now. If you're trying to operate within one year, you're, like, you're literally hamstringing your team. The fucking Packers are going to pay like 60 million in dead money when Rodgers puts playing, And that's like the extreme side of it, like what they did with Breeze and what they did with Rodgers. But every team's doing the void year shit.
0: Uh, just happened today. Bobby Wagner, for instance, got yeah. a five-year, $65 yep. million dollar deal from the Rams who have no cap. But, like, uh, and I get he's going to make, like, $4 million this year, and then they'll probably cut him.
1: Yeah. It, and they'll just deal with it when they have to. It's also, like, I think we have, right now, Kirk is, with his restructuring, because we did restructure Kirk. His cap hits now, what, it went from 45 to, like, 31 or something. Just like we said he would do. He's not fucking traded. You know, all this nonsense people were babbling about. But in two years from now, he's going to be, you know, barring another restructure, 12 million on the cap dead money without being on the team. Well, who cares? We have 100 like 70 million that year and we're probably that's probably we're probably going to suck then. Cut everybody. Like yeah. that's you just pick one year. Dump your money in there and reset. Like I'm pretty sure the Saints have a ton of cash base again. One yeah. of the most cuz they just dealt with it last year and, and they were 8 and
0: 9 or yeah, whatever. whatever.
1: It's like and you know when they chose to deal with it, the year of breeze is gone. They're not going to win shit. So just, okay, this is the year we reset. Like Everyone wanted to reset this year, and I don't know why. Our offense is way too good to do it. Why would we do this right now? Why not try to win? You know, like, I, I get the argument for, oh, we got to find the
0: future quarterback. Well, that's fine, but... You can still do that. And as of right now, like, for me, it's Malik Willis or Bust. Yeah. Like, out of this quarterback class.
1: I like Kenny Pickett, but he's, like... At he's his
0: 24. At his, at his best, best, he's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that he can and he's not, run. And, and like, which is fine. But like, he's gonna have to sit a year, that, two years
1: probably. So then he's 26. It's just stupid. Like, it, yeah. And, and like,
0: and this, that's and that's if Kenny Pickett is at his best. Yeah. Like, you're not guaranteed that. There's so many quarterbacks who have been taken in the first round. Also, like, who don't do shit. This draft wasn't a good
1: quarterback class. So it wasn't, you know, unless you got a trade offer that was like you had to take it for Kirk or for Daniel Hunter or for Kendricks or all these guys people wanted us to get rid of, if they're just what we think their offers were, you know, what are you going to get for Kendricks? Bobby Wagner got a six cut. Yeah. Like you're going to get a six round pick. Like what, what is that getting you? We just took like 30 players in the draft the last two years. Do we really need more late round picks? So yeah, I, I just... I feel like people think, like, oh, yeah, Eric Hendricks is a good Pro Bowl player. We can get a third-round pick for him. Like, you can't, though. Khalil Matt got a second. Like, Daniel Hunter wasn't getting a first. I mean, also, why would you want to trade Daniel Hunter? So then you could try to draft Daniel Hunter? Yeah, he's 27. Yeah. Like, he, he, sure. He should be here for six more years.
0: Yeah, I get it. He didn't play the last two years here. He played six games. But it's not like it was because of the same injury. It's not like he's got
1: a bum knee. It, it, you know, number one thing, try to win. Number two, protect Justin Jefferson. And if you trade Kirk Cousins and you fail to fill that spot, not only do we suck, but Justin Jefferson is going to be like, you guys can't find a quarterback. I'm out of here. And that's, after next year, you have to start negotiating yeah. with Justin Jefferson. And he should be pretty happy because, I don't know, he's had the most receiving yards in NFL history the first two years with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback. So, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I, you look at the offense, too, how young and talented it is. I think the approach of patching the defense together, trying to get it back to average, is totally, it totally makes sense to me. But it's just, some people are just like, we're always going to be 500. Kirk Cousins is trash. This is just the same stuck in mediocrity.
0: The Vikings lost, like, eight games by a total of 39 points. Besides the debacle
1: in Lambo like... With was Sean Mannion at quarterback? Yeah, like you just need who we brought back, and yes, <laughs> mark that down as the guy we brought. But uh, just a little Sean Mannion tangent before you continue. I think it's just because he's really good with Kirk. Yeah, they're buds. absolutely they're, they. He's like a coach in the room, so we'll let it slide. Yeah, but I have continue no, your point. Um,
0: like we besides the debacle in Lambeau, we were competitive in every single ball game. There were multiple times where Kirk led game-winning drives and we won the game, and there were also multiple times where he led game-winning drives, and
1: then they just marched right down the field. Detroit, Yeah. Greg Joseph missing a field goal. I mean, there was multiple occasions. And I see also a lot of articles that it's like, you know, they're relying on the same team, but with better coaching. Yeah, coaching matters. Like, coaching can definitely get you three, four different... like. Zimmer was never a great game day coach. So, and also he clearly didn't like his quarterback. Like that's a problem. Not even
0: just his quarterback. Like he was just. It had. Uh, I I don't know if the whole like, you know, old school coaching mentality really
1: like works it, anymore. I don't think it does with the new guys. Like I just don't think like like Justin Jefferson doesn't want to hear it. He yeah. wants you to coach him and and I. They want to have fun because they also realize it's a kid's game. And, like, football's fun. We talked about that last year. Like, they didn't look like we were ever having fun. It's, you know, interesting. Like, you watch, like, the Timberwolves right now. That fucking team. The bench is into it. Everyone's excited. They're having a good time. When they're, like, you can just tell when a team is, like, I don't even want to be here.
0: 2017, like, the guys were having fun. They were, Remember you know, all the they celebrations? Can- yeah. And yeah. I think we talked... Yeah, was that we just last year up. we like, were like, about that? Because
1: yeah. I, I think what, what had kind of sprung that thought was Ben Lieber had mentioned that his wife said, she's, like, not even a football fan. I was like, these guys don't even look like they're having fun. It's like, well, yeah, I don't think they are. I think Zimmer's kind of ground them, yep. grinded them down to, like, nothing, and... It doesn't it's work. work. It's not. It's work, yeah. yeah. which,
0: like, is fine. Like, yeah, I, I get it. They're, they're getting paid. It is work, but it's also just football.
1: And our new guys are, like, sole opposite of that. Like, they are very rah-rah and, like, very positive and come almost, like, to the point of it's a little corny. But I just think that works. That's just, like, like it, it, look at Sean Faith. The guy is – all of his people. It's corny are, as shit. Yeah, and it works. Like, it just, like – we're going to believe in this thing and you know whatever Oh, I remember
0: the what what I called on this play on whatever <laughs> 4 it, years ago it
1: just seems to work better than like Zimmer being Zimmer you know Zimmer being Zimmer has a has a shelf life
0: yep cuz it it was fun it was yeah. fun at first like yeah. I enjoyed it like I enjoyed his like don't don't fuck with me attitude in his yeah. press conferences where he didn't give you shit like I enjoyed it it was good we were winning yep but then it was eight and eight or eight seven and one and nine and seven.
1: I you know the things nine. that I feel like let him down is like he 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 didn't didn't like support the offense. Like you're the head coach, dude, and you just didn't do it very much. And yeah, like yo, Threw say him it's under the bus. That, yeah, that, like them, not us or we. How do you knock it up like after that Detroit game and just go? I fucked up. Like, we fucked up on defense. Instead, it's, you know, oh, you know, anything, you know, a lot of plays. Like, I, I don't know. It's just. Yeah,
0: there were a lot of plays on defense.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. So, um, I don't even know where we were, we're going with all that. We're, what's, what's, what do we, Kirk, back? Kirk's not rebuilding. Not rebuilding. It was the not rebuilding. And I think once we get through, we'll talk through all the signings and stuff, and you look at the team on paper before the draft, like, this team can easily be a playoff team. And I know there's all these like people. Oh well, you can't beat Rodgers. And how are you going to make you know get through the first off the NFC's trash? Okay, second, we beat Rodgers last year.
0: Will we like in the Zimmer era, weren't we eight seven
1: and one against the Packers? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Beat, I, I last think two years, we I mean we beat them in Lambeau the one year when we had no defense, and then last year we beat I, them at home. I right? think Mike Zimmer was eight seven one against the Packers. Should have been nine and seven if Dan Carlson can make a field goal. Yeah, and we would have a kicker. Yeah, we'd still have a kicker. Um, so I, I mean, I'm not afraid of the Packers. Plus, like besides quarterback, like on offense, are we better at every position? I would say so. Who's their Like, is their left tackle better than Darasa? Bakhtiari. So I would, I would give him the edge, although he has like some clear injury problems. Who else know? do they have on their line? Elchin Jenkins, know. wherever he starts, is yeah. better than anything we have. Elchin hey,
0: Jenkins and Brian O'Neill, I would say, are yeah. on par. I would say so. They have a better. Better left tackle than our left tackle. We'll give and right then, tackle I'll, a tie. And, yeah, right, yeah. Jenkins and O'Neill are a tie, and I think our starting three are better than their starting three. I don't know who they are. I mean, their interior... They cut tr- Billy Turner, and that was their starter yeah, last they, year. Yeah, I mean,
1: their interior is in mess just like ours, except no. I mean, we have Ezra, maybe they have a guy. Their receivers don't exist. Devontae Adams was traded, I'm sure. I think
0: they would. have. I think they drafted a good center last year, but they. it's neither here nor there. In the end, like... I, I feel like it's... you. We're going to go for our – if there's any Packer fans listening here, toss up at an
1: offensive line. <laughs> yeah, toss up an offensive line. Your tight end sucks. Do they have a tight end. And Robert Tunyon went back. Still right Tunyon, yeah. Yep. I mean, Irv is better. I just – I don't know. I, the, I the, the AFC is way stronger. You want to argue that you can't compete with an AFC team, sure, but like you'd meet them in the Super Bowl. And,
0: and defensive-wise, I think Jair Alexander – and Kenny Clark are the only two players where they have better starters at a position than us. I mean,
1: like, I'm sure they're like, well, we got Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith. It's like, well, we have Daniel Hunter and Darius Smith. Oh. Who's well, your, they they've probably... got Devondre Campbell and some dude. Yeah. We have Kendricks and Jordan Hicks. Oh. Corners, I mean, yeah. Do they still start Kamal Martin, the former golfer? I Gopher? think they do. It's just golfers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, yeah, just kind of back to the whole, like,
0: I mean, Harrison Smith is better safety than them.
1: Yeah competitive rebuild that like Quessy said that and it's like well he's just you know he's rick 2.0 here we go but i don't know i like that we try to win I don't... yeah when I don't... when kirk leaves and we don't have a quarterback why not just use that year to tank or not to tank but like to cut contracts to trade for picks like why what was the whole like we should do it now What? what because we had a new regime in like because we thought we could trade kirk i think it's because we got a new regime in I think that's like, where everyone's just I, like, yep, that was the time. I feel like guys like Kevin O'Connell went, look at that offense. Like, I want that job. And I'm like, going to get the same there. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you need to trade Kirk and blow this thing up. I'm like, well, I want to do that. Like, why would I want to get rid of good players? Oh. I just, it's, yeah, that seems strange to me. And I mean, like,
0: Kevin O'Connell, wasn't he the offensive coordinator last year with, or two years ago, I guess, with Jared
1: Goff? Yeah, I think so.
0: Like, so I can have Kirk Cousins. Or I've seen what a quarterback like a Jared Goff can do. Like Mm
1: -hmm. Do I want
0: to put my name like my job on the line with Jared Goff? Like in the NFL, people only get two, three years, and if you're not winning, see ya.
1: And he knows Kirk. He coached Kirk. Wes Phillips coached Kirk. Like Quesey worked with Kyle Shanahan. Who loves Kirk? Quasey
0: also worked with
1: Kevin Stefanski. Who who loves? Maybe likes Kirk. I don't know. Oh, Johnny, or not football. Johnny. Baker Mayfield was convinced they were trading for Kirk. Oh. So You know, and people think we could have got a whole bundle for Kirk. I mean, right now, Cleveland's just left holding Baker Mayfield. San Francisco's left holding Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Both worse quarterbacks than Kirk. Absolutely Cousins.
1: worse, but like...
0: It's not like it's a hot quarterback market. Like, yeah. It, it, it was it for was, a second, but, but, I, but you, but you might have been left... To, co- yeah. the superstar quarterbacks went. Like, yeah. if... All the teams gunning for a superstar quarterback, like, either got
1: one or settled for less. Mm-hmm. Maybe your only hope would have been the Colts trading for Kirk instead of Matt Ryan. Like, because they clearly had to settle. Yeah. Because you couldn't send Kirk to Washington. Because that's probably yep. not going to happen. And
0: Seattle doesn't trade Russell Wilson only to trade for Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you know, so. Apparently, Texans, big fans of Drew Locke. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: DK Metcalf. Really big fan of Drew Locke. Is he? Yeah, he was on a uh, thing with Kevin Garnett. And uh, KG asked, said something about like uh, who's one quarterback uh, you'd really want to play with. And he's like,
1: like boy, you better watch out for Drew Locke. He's like, I'm telling you. You know, I kind of don't think D- DK... Well, first off, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Like, that's well, what based I... Based on what, buddy. I, I, oh, and I know. I, is, is he as good as we think he is? I don't know. I feel like he's, like, good, but I saw, like, Jalen Ramsey did his top, I don't know if you saw this, like, his top yeah. five receivers, and he left off, like, Justin Jefferson, Diggs. So he made another list with those five, and then he was like, oh, and DK, too. I don't think he belongs on there. He's kind of a He's I don't know. big and
0: fast, and, like, I like DK.
1: But I just don't think he's a Jefferson, Diggs, Adams. Like, is he, he in there?
0: Well, it's just because, like, DK, DK's, like, a elite at what he does, but, but he, what he does is so limited.
1: Yeah. It's like straight line slants. It, you know, yep. he's not running those those routes that Adams and Jefferson are running. Yeah.
0: So. And so, like, it's it, it really all depends on, like, what you're asking him to do. Yeah. Because, like, if you just, if you have a good deep ball quarterback, like, if the Packers were to trade for DK now, which I don't know why they would, but, like, that connection makes you go, like, oh, shit, like, DK Metcalf, very good. Cause he's probably got eighty catches for fourteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns.
1: Fuck T.K. Not a fan. Him and Drew Lock can have fun together. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> should we move forward? We've restructured Kirk, and then what was kind of the next? Well, we did some small things: brought back Greg Joseph, brought back Jordan Berry, yep. bringing the band back together. Yep, keep those special teamers. I thought it would been cool to get like a, like a better kicker, but I don't think you're you are gonna find think it's that. really out there. We, right we,
0: We've done the free agency and bringing in a new kicker. Yeah, Joseph solid. Great. Unless, Joseph is solid. Like unless you're going to get Justin Tucker or Daniel Carlson or Robbie Gold, uh, let's. I, I'm fine with Greg Joseph. Yeah, he seemed I'm to only miss extra it. points and game-winning field goals in Arizona. That was one week. And that was I, week two. But
1: he rebounded after that. He, he didn't become a total head case that, after that. What was the one that was it the Panther game where he no, the Detroit game. We Detroit almost game. blew that game. We had it. And then he had to make like a 55-yard field goal. And I mean, you lose that game to Detroit. That's just embarrassing. Not that we didn't do that later on. Um, so then the, the the first big splash, which wasn't really... I mean, it's like a mediocre splash. Mostly because it's sort of like a lateral move. We offered Michael Pierce like a pay cut. He didn't want to do it. We caught him. And then we just immediately signed Harrison Phillips, his replacement. Nose tackle from Buffalo. And that was a lot of the... Questy is Rick Spielman 2.0 because the last two years, Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce were the big signings. So people thought this would be our only guy, and it's just a big nose tackle. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy, though. I mean, uh, like, Buffalo fans loved him.
0: You know, whenever I watched uh, Buffalo, he always made plays, and it's just like, ah, just some stupid white guy. Well, yeah, he's just a nose tackle. Like, well, it's, whatever, you yeah, know. But, you know, you know like, he, I'm just saying, like, whenever you, I, it's not like I watched Buffalo week in and week mm-hmm. out. It was, like, you know, every every three weeks. But he was always making plays, and it wasn't just, like, last year either. No, like he's.
1: He's always good.
0: been pretty good.
1: His PFF grades are good. Uh, he won, He was the nominee for their Walter Payton Man of the Year, like, twice. Okay. Um, yeah, huge fan favorite. Um, I liked his interview. Seemed like a funny fella. Oh. Um, and he's cheaper and younger than Michael Pierce. For, hopefully, you're getting the same type of you In know fact, yeah. block eating nose tackle that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, and and I believe Harrison's Phillips is yeah like more of your like block eating nose tackle where Pierce is more of like your
1: penetrating nose. Yeah, which we're two gapping now, which means like those three down guys are really engaging and then sort of like you know, yeah. going side to side to make sure we're not doing the Zimmer was more of the one gap shoot through disruptive. Oh. Um which Pierce was very good at. Yeah. You know, but Pierce, played. yeah, that's the thing. He's just never on the field, which kind of sucked because he did, I mean, that first game this year when he was on the field, it was like, oh shit, this is why we signed him. And now, you know, we never really got to see it much. So, no. but Phillips, I mean, uh, I like the signing again. It's not, it's hard to call it like an addition because you, you cut a guy who's already there to just sign him, right. but it did open up more cast space. Um, and then after that, we signed Jordan Hicks. Yeah. So kind of the, I mean, again, in a way he sort of replacing Barr, but Barr was gone. We all, I mean, void year gone. Jordan Hicks, guy we wanted like three years ago when he was leaving Philly to go to, well, he ended up going to Arizona, but very solid, like, vet linebacker.
0: Yeah, he had uh, injury issues in Philly, but the last two, last two years he's been healthy.
1: I think he played 16 games each the last two years, or like 16 and 15. Yeah. Uh, that was the big knock coming out of Phil. like Everything was like, this guy's good, talented, just can't stay healthy. And then, like you said, he just somehow stayed healthy. He just kind of got squeezed out because they drafted Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins.
0: Yep. He's, uh, it was a two-year deal. Uh, I think like 10 mil. Yep. 10 and a half. Um, Phillips was a three-year deal. Yep. Um, but no, yeah, I like Hicks. It's really funny because, like you said, like we wanted him two years ago and now we have him. Uh... I believe he was a captain for Arizona last yeah, year as well
1: definitely heard a lot of good things about like his leadership and all that kind of stuff
0: notice the trend there with Harrison Phillips and yeah. uh, Jordan Hicks we're bringing in we're bringing the year, in uh, you know, pillars of the community you know and then like we'll get there but we also brought back Peterson who's also another mm-hmm. leader like oh. right you know we're we're rebuilding the culture like we're just we're, we're molding it all in the right way which it makes sense if you're not gonna rebuild it at least
1: yeah inject some leaders into it and then so we bring in jordan hicks so zadarius smith had originally signed with the ravens yeah four-year 36 million dollar deal yeah i don't i I don't know what really happened i think he thought he could get more money so we backed out of it. that's
0: exactly what happened the way it sounds is von miller and chandler jones uh got paid so he was like wait maybe i can still get like
1: a better More deal.
0: from someone. Yep. So he backed out and then we offered him a, a bigger contract. But mostly
1: fluff. Like yeah. it's a big contract on paper that we can easily get out of. We did some cool things with like unlikely to be earned bonuses that make his cap hit like three, three and a half million. The, Nothing. Peanuts. Like
0: Zadarius Smith has to be Zedarius Smith
1: of three years ago to get paid. Yeah, and he won't get paid really till next year, so like this year's cap hit is three point two something. Like he nothing. So again, for all people that are panicking, like we never have cap space. Like there's ways to work it around. You know, like you said, Rob Brzezinski will figure it out. Uh, Daniel Hunter restructured. At first, it was like you're gonna trade him. There was a lot of talks that were trying to trade him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where those talks were coming from, but yeah.
0: according to my sources, that never happened. Yeah,
1: fuck that. And then he didn't get restructured when everyone thought he was going to. There was a lot of confusion and all of his contract work. And then they just did the bonus base salary to bonus. Or no, they did a roster bonus to signing bonus conversion. Yep. Open up money, which brought Zadari Smith. I mean, they said it kind of helped bring in Zary Smith, even though we still have $15 million right now, so he could have done it anyways. but. Uh,
0: well, I I think I saw we had like 12 and a half, and that was before the Peterson
1: signing. I think I it's 12 and a half after Peterson Okay, signing. then. Because yep. yeah. it was up near 15 after the it's, Thielen restructuring. I thought it was
0: at 15 this morning, and then somebody said it was like 12 and a half
1: after the Peterson or before the Peterson. I was like. No, I think, I think it's, it's the second. other way. Because yeah. Thielen also restructured. You know, we kicked the can down the road, you know, even though we can cut him in two years. You know. Also it's Thielen. What are you doing? Yeah, people what? wanted to trade Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah. Even though For what? What the fuck do you think you're getting for a running back? It's I, so I stupid. I
0: have no idea, but you know, he's always hurt, right? But for whatever reason, Adam Thielen's missed more games than him in the last two years. <laughs> Three years, I think. So yeah,
1: Thielen gets banged up a lot.
0: because uh, uh, he puts himself in harm's harm's way.
1: He's a he's a gamer. Oh yeah. yeah. What are we, what are the white guys called? Uh Gamers. Game, uh, gamers. <laughs> um, all right. So, I mean, that's like you mentioned. Patrick Peterson came back, announced it on his own podcast. You know? Scrappy. <laughs> yeah, scrappy. <laughs> blue collar. Uh,
0: real lunch pail <laughs> guy. guy. <laughs> uh, so let's,
1: uh, let's hit the defensive one. So, Patrick Peterson brings him back. Chandon Sullivan. It's funny. Chandon Sullivan apparently started like Nickelback for the Packers like last three years. And I didn't even know he existed. You apparently use him in Madden a lot.
0: Uh, I used him last year's edition of Madden, and he was awesome.
1: Like, the amount of snaps and stuff he had. I was like, why don't I remember this guy? Because we're not throwing at him. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Um, so we got him. We got some dude named Nate Hairston. From the Broncos. N- another nickelback, I think. Uh, yep, and Donatel. So you take a look at the defense. D-line, Watts, Phillips, Dalvin-Tumulton. Solid. Not Not amazing. Pretty damn good, linebackers: Zadarius Smith, Eric Kendricks, Jordan Hicks, Daniel Hunter. Really fucking good. Yeah, that's right. A,
0: that's a very good front.
1: Side. I mean that the, if now there's risks, like the two edge guys have had injury problems. But if with healthy, those two edge guys are really fucking good. And then Hicks and Kendricks. I mean, they're both very good too. Like
0: uh, Smith and Hunter. Oh, probably what? When
1: healthy, top five. Edge duel. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, Bosa and Mac
0: probably won. Yep, uh, uh, Crosby and Chandler Jones God. is up there. Crosby's like, fucking a, some people don't like are like, oh, Max Crosby. They still dude, like that, but
1: that dude, he's so good. Yeah, he's so good. Anyone that watched that, little, what was it, Week 18 Charger Raider Char- game? Yeah. That whole drive, and somehow the Chargers ended up scoring. But like that right tackle, I'm pretty sure it was Storm Norton. I'm pretty sure it's a former Viking, terrible player, was getting annihilated to the point that I was like, "Why are they not doubling or helping this poor Storm man?"
0: Norton was like an XFL player.
1: <laughs> well, he has no chance against Max Crosby. Max Crosby got a massive contract. So. Yeah,
0: I think it was four years, ninety-five million. Yeah, and people still like people said Max Crosby's overpaid. Like, I think that dude's underpaid
1: at that contract. That's not even twenty-five million a year. Yeah, that's a bargain. Yeah. So I mean. Top yeah, top five probably without going through all the teams. Top seven if we really like wanted to at dive their in. peak. They have I mean the last if you take out last year where they're hurt, well I guess Hunter was hurt two years, but well they had like the most pressures the first year that Zarius was in Green Bay. It was well, Hunter and Zadarius Smith. Yeah. So I mean if you get them back to what they were, it's really good. Then you go to the secondary. We'll go, you know, you got Hitman and Cam Bynum. Cam Bynum flash enough where like I'm comfortable with him starting, wouldn't be opposed to them, you know, maybe adding someone. On the corners, Patrick Peterson, Dantzler, Shannon Sullivan. It's not amazing. You can still use some help. But that's like and a pretty solid defense. And doesn't Donatel run a lot of cover three? Donatel, no. I mean, he runs a lot of quarters. A lot of too high. So, okay. A lot of so, zone.
0: But not but a lot of blitzing. Ba- basically, like, Cam Bynum's going to play a high safety.
1: Yeah. Anybody can play, like, high safety in a zone. And he looked good. Yeah. Like, he... he Looked just fine when he played. I, we didn't feel a big drop off from Xavier Woods. So, he, well, he replaced Harrison Smith in the Baltimore game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he and had got that an interception. interception. And it, it it is heavy zone. It's not a lot of blitzing. So you're relying on Hunter and Zadarius and then you know hopefully Armand Watts and Dalvin Thompson pressuring the quarterback with just those guys. For the defense to work, you need to pressure with your front four. So you got seven in the back. Well, I guess I don't front four. Whatever the hell you call it, in a three four. Front five, yeah, front with your front, <laughs> and then the, the, it, the, you, you're hoping you don't like need a bunch of you know superstar DBs. Oh. So is the secondary amazing? No, but that front seven is pretty fucking good. So with that offense and that defense, after free agency, I feel like we're. What's the problem? What's the problem? Right guard and right guard and people will argue center. Well, I'll argue center, too. I don't like, think Bradbury's yeah. been good, but I don't... Like we've said all off season. I think they're going to give him one more year. Yep. And you listen to O'Connell, and he talks about the tackles. Always talks about how good those are. Says Ezra, he's got everything in the toolbox, and be great. And then he basically says Bradbury's kind of sucked, but we got a plan. Like, we got a plan to help him out and make him not suck. Or at least, like, help him out to the point where he's not getting put on islands against nose tackles. Sounds like uh, they're bringing in big bodies... At guard to help him out. Well, Jesse Davis. So, didn't seem like a lot of Miami fans were too uh, shook up about him leaving. But Big Body looked at his combine times too. Is like not even athletic. Well, Mo- played mostly right tackle. Yep. But again, I believe he played guard at
0: Ohio State. So it's really weird
1: that they shifted him over to tackle. It's one of those things where it's you know like Mike Remmers. We tried to move him to guard and it failed. But he was a decent right tackle. Oh. Maybe this guy was way out of his. You know, out of his realm at right tackle, they see something where you could shift him into right guard. And like you said, big body, maybe maybe that helps out Bradbury. Him and what was that, Austin Schlotman? Yeah, we signed Austin Schlotman, which was a Denver guy. Denver, Denver guy. Denver guy. You know, he'll compete. Why Davis will compete for the job? Like Schlotman is
0: probably more of like your Mason Cole, but like you mm-hmm. know, I I don't care who starts at right guard. I just hope it's not though. Yeah, I hope it's not Aldo either. I mean. I re- I really yeah. don't care who it is, and
1: as much as as long as it's not all you do or Dakota Dozier, Dakota Dozier went to the Bears or Drew Samia. <laughs> Ryan Pohl signed Dakota Dozier after signing a guy who failed a physical. Mm. That dude sucks. Um, it, and like you said, people will say center is a hole. And I you know would I like to sign J C Treader? Absolutely. No. So, I hear his knees are shot though. Yeah, well, why did they cut him? You know, like. I know they need cap space because of Watson, but, like... I hear... And why is, why wasn't he scooped up immediately? Yeah, what's I going on? a shot. Yeah, they totally could be. Um, so, you know, people say center. People say right guard. I mean, they're definitely holes, but this offense was still really good with subpar interior line play. So, oh. if you roll... You're basically rolling back the same offense as last year with Irv Smith instead of Conklin. Yeah. Oh. And the draft hasn't happened yet. The Yeah, the only thing is, like...
0: What's our depth like at the positions of, like, edge if, say, both of them get hurt yeah. again, them? a week or two? So, like, that linebacker, like, the depth along the defense, yeah, sure, it's not great. But also, injuries happen to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, there's years
1: where nobody gets hurt with us. Yeah, that's when you go to the title game, 13-3, and three, because yeah. our defense was totally healthy, like, the whole fucking year.
0: And, like, it's just it's just one more year. Like, you'll really only need one more year to figure it out. It's not like any of these contracts
1: are five-year yeah. deals. Yeah, you're just – like, Twins fans, I, I look at their you know Twins Twitter, and it's like, what do we need? We need to, you know, get a starting pitcher, add a guy to a relief pitching. Like, they don't care if it's one years whatever. They just want to, like, fill the holes. But then when the Vikings do it, it's like, oh, we need a corner. Okay, bring back Patrick Peterson, sign Shannon Sullivan, get Zarius Smith. We're just patching the holes – to get the defense back to fucking average, so the offense can go win games. Like I, that's all it needs to be is average. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a top five. defense. You think defense. the Bengals had a top five defense? No. No, they patched. They literally did. They just patched the defense together last year with a bunch of random dudes. Like it was a bunch of no namers and Trey Hendrickson, no. Jesse Bates. They had two like star players. So I mean, you go to the defense side. Like, what's the major hole? No starters. Nope. Yeah, like depending like, on your like opinion ca- of Cam Bynum, I guess. Like depending on that, and like and he,
0: depending on your opinion on Dancer, I guess.
1: Yeah, which I think we're both fine I, with. I'm like pro dude, Again, I'm not. We're not. We don't have two shutdown corners. We don't even have one shutdown corner. But we've got capable bodies. Yep. So I just need guys not to give up the big play and to make some plays,
0: like get a couple third down stops. You know, a couple pass breakups. Don't give up a deep
1: ball before half.
0: I mean going into
1: the off season people are like, "Oh, we're screwed. We have no cap and we have one corner, Cam Dansler, and nothing else. We have DJ Wanham starting. You know, we have uh Troy Die starting. What the fuck are you talking about? Nothing's happened yet. Like why are we talking about it's this? It's the second of March. Yeah. Look at this. We filled most of the holes to the point where now we can go best player available at 12 in the draft. So I I think I think the the team's shaping up nicely. I'm, you know, I And you talk about depth. I think we do need some depth. But there are some guys that are kind of exciting, like James Lynch, Kenny Willikies, Chaz Surratt. What's he up to? And, and, you know, we had, what, 30-some-odd picks the last two, three years.
0: Let's see if... Like, the new coaching staff can develop young players because the
1: old coaching staff didn't like young players. Yeah, they weren't big fans of them. And, oh. the, and to be honest, like, week 18, some of them guys showed stuff. Amir Smith-Marset looked good. Kenny Willikies looked good. K.J. Osborne has looked good. Yeah. G- James Lynch actually looked like a capable NFL. You know, maybe he's the early down guy, and Armand Watts comes in to be the pass rusher guy. Like, I, there's guys on the, You know, we didn't even get to see Janarius Robinson last year. We didn't get to see Jalen Twyman last year because they were both out for the season. Patrick Jones, maybe they can figure something out with him. Chaz Surratt, literally didn't, I don't know, did he play a snap? I don't think Don't so. remember it. But third round pick, like maybe they can do something with him. But Wyatt Davis, we'll see. You know, like, I, there's just a lot of young potential, but they, a potential lot of the, doesn't matter. I anything. just feel
0: like they all got written off because they were old regime.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The old,
0: regi- old regime just drafted them. They're all They won't, bust. Yeah, all, they, yeah. they won't work.
1: Yeah. Absolutely not.
0: I mean, Cam, Cam, he was Cam Bynum
1: was a rookie last year. He looked good. I mean, so, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I, people kind of go, well, this roster's terrible. But, I, again, I think Kevin O'Connell and Quacy probably went like, okay, I see some young pieces that could be developed. I mean, again, with 30 fucking picks the last two years. Unless Rick Spielman is, like, drastically terrible at his job, some of these guys have got to come through. I mean, Cam Bynum. That could be good. Um, okay. So is that the, it's got kind of the end of the off season there. Yeah, I think so. I think we've kind of. Yeah. we took oh, Johnny Munt, tight end. Meh. Uh, sure. Kevin O'Connell guy came from the Rams. Conklin Jr. Conklin Jr. Conklin got a nice contract. You know, what's interesting for all this, you know, we signed one year guys last year. What I could tell Rick nailed it. Nick Vigil got a better contract. Xavier Woods got a better contract. Uh, who's the guy we just said? Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin got paid while well, he wasn't a pickup last year. But like these but are guys that he's a that, draft pick. He's a Rick. These are Rick guys, and they're just, they're just they come here for a year and they go get paid. Slick Rick at it again. I did see
0: uh, uh, if anybody wants another cornerback in free agency. I did see Xavier Rhodes, Trey Wayne's, and Mac Alexander all available.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trey Wayne's man, what a fall! Like I She's guess got hurt, hurt, and then like he was like a fucking special team on their playoff run here. And now, like, no one wants him. Mm, we fella. told Mac Alexander, like, we don't want you. Don't call us. We're good. Well, Chris Thomason, who somehow, you know, he's always got these random, you know, i oh, talked yeah. to players <laughs> shit. You know, he probably called up Mac and was like, what are you hearing? And Mac's like, yeah, they don't want me back. So he was, like, tweeting. Like, yeah, they, don't, they told him. They don't want him. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Chris. Poor, poor fellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. I I, I mean, I, I think the moves have been good. We still have... Twelve million a cap, like you could see maybe I would, one like, or two I more would moves. like
0: to see one more big move. What would, would it like, be?
1: I I'd, I'd like to see like lineman. Lineman. yeah
0: But I'll settle for anything.
1: But I don't think we're gonna see it until after the draft. Well that's the thing too. Like last year we ended up signing Everson Griffin, Sheldon Richardson, uh Brashad Breland, D.D. Westbrook all like later in the off season. I might even be missing some, but like there's, I mean, Sheldon Richardson's is free agent. What if he was like, ah, fuck it, I'll come play in the 3-4 for a year. Like, I mean, these, there's a lot of players still out there. And there's a lot of players that are going to be like, I'll take minimum. Thank yeah. you.
0: Yeah, I just want to play. Like, yeah, I really like, don't care. Oh, anymore. I
1: didn't realize I was going to get no money. I mean, oh. Akeem Hicks is still out there. Yeah, like, is he healthy? Would he be like, oh, I guess I'll take two million because nobody wants me. And then you can just, like, I'm comfortable with and Watts. But if you tell me I could just put Hicks in front of him and Watts can come in on a rotation. Yeah. Give me that. So you,
0: you're telling me I can have Akeem Hicks for like 35
1: percent of snaps. Okay, like, yeah, that would I, be sick. Yeah, it would be. You know, Eddie Goldman's still out there. Like, there, there's there's former. There's a bunch of former Bronco corners out there still. Isn't uh, Kyle Fuller out Ford, there and Bryce Callahan out there? Yeah, and I think Kareem Jackson, the safety's also yeah. out there. I feel like we're going to end up with Kareem Jackson. Yeah, like I feel like one of these as starting safety, like maybe it's like, hey, you're going to be battling with Cambino, you know? you and you're, you're
0: going to teach Cambino yeah. how to be you because their body types are very similar. Aren't
1: they both converted corners? Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. makes sense. So. We're going to scoop up a couple of those guys, you know. There's there's the coach connections, We're, which we've been using I, just so, differently.
0: It'd be so cool if we got uh, Cal Fuller and Kareem Jackson just like, all right, we'll
1: take you two. We'll just, you guys just be some more vet that depth.
0: Yeah. Run yeah, it that'd back. That'd be
1: sweet. It's interesting how, like, instead of going for the Bronco guys or the Bears guys, it ended up being the Packers guys with the Mike Pettin, oh, Mike yeah. Smith connections. Because it's yeah. the Chan and Sullivan, Sullivan and, and Zayarius Smith. Smith. And Zayarius Smith. They're him, just it, better man. players, I guess. Yeah, which is not. It's you know, part of me. It's like it's kind of interesting that we did do Chain and Sullivan over like a Bryce Callahan. Because it's like maybe at was like, you know, I coached Bryce Callahan, Bryce Callahan last year, and I don't want to do it again.
0: You know, and maybe it was one of those, or it could be one of those things where it's like, like I coached uh, Bryce Callahan, and. Chaneen Sullivan looks
1: exactly like Bryce Callahan yeah. before I got there, six years younger or yep. something, you know. <laughs> What's well, cool is like Shannon Sullivan, young Harrison Phillips, young. I mean, th- some of these guys. Yes, it's a lot of it. Zidarius and Patrick, so it's like veteran holes. But the Harrison Phillips could be Linval Joseph. Like maybe he just stays around for you know ten years.
0: Phillips, Phillips, and Sullivan both come from teams. Well, I guess Sullivan wasn't drafted, but he. He's coming on his second contract.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like 25. Harrison Phillips is 26. Yeah. And they got decent chunk of change. Their team just couldn't pay them that. I'm sure the Packers would have been happy to have him back. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the Bills would have gladly taken Harrison Phillips back. Like,
1: Harrison, the Harrison Phillips signing reminds me a lot of, like, Linval Joseph. Yeah, like uh, an underrated player that, like, Giants fans knew was good, but the rest of the NFL was like, oh, you know, Linval Joseph. Yeah. And we saw him, and, oh, it's like, oh, this guy's really fucking good. Ended up being with us for, like, seven, eight years. Oh. I mean, those are the kind of signings you got to hit on. It's like old, you know, when we signed Vasanti Shanko, and everyone was like, who the hell is this random idiot? Jermaine Wiggins. Yeah, like, guys like that where they're under the radar. So, I mean, hopefully. I mean, I think Shannon Sullivan's a one-year deal. Yeah, I think but so, too. But maybe he shows something and re-signs up with us, you know, long-term or something. Maybe it's he's fine. good. Maybe he's yeah. just a bad player. Who knows? You can pluck nickel cornerbacks out yeah. anywhere. <laughs> that's true. You can find, what did Zimmer say, own corners? You can find them anywhere. Some uh, sa- find them
0: at well, uh, the ones at Byerleys. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not great. Um, okay, so I think that's sort of the free agency recap. Should we hit a break and then we'll uh, preview our, well, we'll talk about our top 15 big boards?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got we got to get a little draft talk. Draft here. talk. All right, welcome back. We'll uh, we'll hop into the big boy big boards. This is what everyone is, has been waiting for. Everyone loves the draft talk. We love the draft talk. We love providing you with draft talk.
1: It's, it's no better time of the year than draft draft Dra- day
0: draft season draft day. We'll be in Vegas for that. Yeah, That'll we'll be, be in
1: Vegas, but not you know at the draft.
0: No, nope. You know, which is fine. Like I don't really want to be at the draft. I, I like you know being with the group, being able to chit chat. You don't have a bunch of asshole randoms. Why, why would you
1: want to be at the draft when you could be at the circle pool, drunk, watching it on TV? I mean, that just makes a lot more sense.
0: I have no idea, but I have to find a way to make pigs in a blanket now.
1: Yeah, that's apparently Ryan needs pigs in a blanket at poolside.
0: It just so happens, but uh, we'll we'll jump into it. And uh, number one, uh, everyone seems to be going away. From Kayvon Thibodeau, but I have him as number one still.
1: I also have number one. I don't, I don't get it.
0: He is just that, that natural player who every year is the consensus number one overall for 16 months. And the closer you get to draft day, the more he has no red flags, the more it's a red flag. And I don't know. It's
1: like, that. what do they call it? Prospect fatigue? It's like, it, we've Ju- liked him for so long. Justin what, what Herbert. Else is going
0: on? Justin yeah. Herbert. Perfect example. Let him to fall to five. Yeah. Any other year, he goes number one
1: overall. It, I, I know it, some people talk about, okay, he did the 40-yard dash and then kind of just like didn't do the rest of the stuff for the combine. Um I've heard stuff like, oh, he's into like crypto and NFTs and has other interests. It's like, that's fine. That, what, who the fuck cares? Like, what does that matter? So
0: does Trayvon Diggs.
1: Yeah. Well, so does like a lot of people. Yeah. Like, because they don't watch just only like football. Like his tape is ridiculous. He's so athletic. He, the way he bends around the edge. Like, again, he's just been dominant his whole career. So what? what's the problem here?
0: I have no idea. Uh, the fact that he is a person and not a football. Robot. Yeah, yeah.
1: This guy, you know, he just he's like he keeps thinking about other things all the time. <laughs> what an asshole!
0: I I don't want to be third and three at the <laughs> yeah. four and have him thinking
1: about what he's gonna sell his NFT for. Yeah, we don't need that. Get him. It coaches and scouts like we don't know what that shit is. So he must be crazy. You know, and I. It's one thing to argue like. You know, if you like Hutchinson or someone better, people are dropping this dude down to like six, seven, eight, nine on their boards to the point where, like, there's a there's a non-zero chance he could end up falling to us, which would be fucking amazing. Yep. And, you know, I know we signed Zadarius. Doesn't matter. Yep. Don't care. Like, both those guys are injury prone. Zadarius is probably a short-term guy. You take Kayvon Thibodeau.
0: You, you take Kayvon Thibodeau and, like, if something were to happen to Hunter, where we do end up trading or release him, it definitely softens the blow for me yeah. because I've got Kayvon Thibodeau. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's so yeah. To me, number one, it's you know, we've talked a lot of draft, but somehow we both just both like him more than everyone else in this draft. Like, yep. it, you know, it's I don't think we've either had to talk each other into that. We just both came to the conclusion that this guy's fucking really good. Yeah, he like.
0: I don't know. Isn't he still only 20 Well, or just turned 21? 21. He's 21. 21.2 years old. So like, he just turned 21. And, and again, he dominated as a freshman. And like I know the Pac-12 isn't like what it used to be or anything like that. But that's still a Power 5 conference. It's not like he's just dominating fucking NDSU yeah, and Nougat, shit
1: like that. yeah like that. Yeah. It, it, again, the what are the red flags? It's uh, that he isn't your typical you know, I'm obsessed with football guy. But, like, Miles Garrett isn't like that. There's a lot of guys like that. So when you're that good and the best you can come up with for a red flag is that bullshit, best player in the draft. Yep. Uh, Your number – well, yeah, why don't you just throw out your number Uh, two. uh, Number two, I'm
0: going with Malik Willis.
1: Quarterback Malik Willis. Okay, Uh, okay. Out of
0: Liberty. Uh, Sure, there might be, like, better, safer picks in the draft, but I don't know. If you're – if you get Malik, Malik Willis at his best, like, you're looking at, like, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes type quarterback. Like, you're looking at potential top five quarterback in the league.
1: Yeah, like if everything goes right.
0: Yeah, and, I, like, there's there's definitely a greater chance that he's not good. Yeah. But in my opinion, he's the type of quarterback where if he's available at 12, you have to
1: take him. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get the whole theory behind that. I just think he's, I feel like he's kind of overrated because there's no other good quarterbacks in this draft. There's no, like, in a different draft, I don't think it'd be, we'd be saying you got to take with twelve. He's not even in my top fifteen. Oh. He's my number one quarterback, not even in my top fifteen. Like, I, I just think, what's different than him and Jalen Hurts? Why did Hurts go in the second round? Big arm could run. Like, I, this, the, the tools are there. I played at Liberty but like he was inaccurate he there's a lot of there's a lot of like bad on his tape
0: there's a lot of bad on Josh Allen's yeah. tape too
1: you can't just say that though like well I can't Josh Allen was a much better prospect than Malik Willis mm, I think probably was and he went what like 14th 7th 7th? No, that's okay. But it, I I like I don't know. I Malik Willis I see the upside like the dude's got a rocket arm and can run around. But just because you have a rocket arm and can run around doesn't make you a good quarterback. And I feel like he's lacking things that make him a good quarter. But I also get the idea of like at some point you just gotta take a fucking shot, you know.
0: And I think at twelve, I think twelve's like the perfect spot to take a yeah. shot. What you're you're high enough where like you know you didn't bottom out, and yep. like that that's where you got like Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes yep. in that twelve to fourteen range. Mm-hmm. Like it's just I feel like that's a good spot where you're not giving up a prime asset. And like the top five were yeah, you could take an elite player. It's 12 where, you know, yeah, if if the board falls right, you could get an elite player. And if, Ma- mind, if Malik Willis is there, the board fell right and you have the potential to take an elite player. And keep
1: player. in mind, just because you take a different player that you consider elite, doesn't mean they can't bust too. Yeah. You know, Derek Stingley could bust. Kayvon Thibodeau could bust. Yes, yeah, all of these people could bust. I think the bust potential with Mu Willis is pretty high. But like you said, the payoff, I, I the payoff is really high. So I don't know. I go back and forth. Like there's, I, I, like you said, I think it depends who falls. Like if there's like a guy I really like and I think like, okay, I'm a lot more confident this guy's going to be an NFL starter, contributor for us. I'm going to take him over like the lottery ticket of Malik Willis. But like 12, if, the, if most of the people are gone and it's like, should we just fucking do it? With how we've built the rest of the team this offseason... It's not like, oh, great, we have no corner. We have no, like, you know, we drafted Daris. I only played half the season last year. you know There's years where our first-round picks don't even impact the team. So if you're going to burn a pick on a high upside guy, do it at quarterback. Where the guy, like, I, I, I have more confidence that Kenny Pickett will be better than him. But the upside is just not there. So what the fuck's the point? Well,
0: and that's why Malik Willis is the only quarterback on my top fifteen. Yeah,
1: I don't have any. So, um, I would like. I prefer to draft some some blue chippers this year, and use next year as the let's go get our quarterback draft because I think it's gonna be a better class. Yep. But if we pull the trigger on my weekly list while we're sitting in that circuit pool, you don't think I'm gonna be fucking excited as hell? Yep. Like it's gonna be like <laughs> let's fucking go. And also, all you kick the can down the road people, can then just shut the fuck up. Because we are competitively rebuilding. We're trying to win in twenty twenty two while drafting the quarterback of the future. You can do that. You know, Look fact. at most of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Besides Joe Burrow, which ones were from teams that like basically were terrible in drafted first overall? Not Mahomes, not Josh Allen, not Herbert, not Rodgers. Not Matt Stafford. Like who the hell so this whole idea you've got to tank your team to get a good quarterback is ridiculous. Like oh. Like you said, we could get him at 12 this year. Maybe it's Malik Willis. So, uh, my number two, not Malik Willis. Aiden Hutchinson, probably the more chalky number two. Although, most people's number one, I would say. Yeah, I feel yeah. like
0: he's replaced Thibodeau.
1: Yeah, he's like the uh, the lunch pill version of... Uh, the, the football guy version of Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. <laughs> without, like, you know, uh, as... I would say as freaky of tape. Like, he's still really fucking good. And if he... There's no... I mean, he's going first overall, second overall, probably first overall, right? With what they did in free agency. Yeah, so, I would say so. Very good player. We don't really spend much time on him. Our number one player, Kayvon Thibodeau, probably has a better shot of falling than Aiden Hutchinson. Yep, I would say so. You want to talk about no red flags. Aiden Hutchinson literally, I think, has no red flags. Yeah, this is Kayvon has a made-up red flag. He's yeah. got no red flags. Yep. Okay, uh, your number three. Number three, I've got Aiden Hutchinson. Okay, we talked about him. You know, the guy we just talked about. My no number three. Plays. So we're on my number three? Yep. Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. First off, your your nickname is Sauce and you're a corner. Lock to be good? Like, you don't get that nickname.
0: And I believe somebody was interviewing him and I think they called him by his first name and they said, please, call me Sauce.
1: It's like prime time. Like, <laughs> you, like you don't... You need that as a corner. I like that as a corner. Like, that is... That is... You need that, like... Uh,
0: Jalen Ramsey's the same Cocky. Right? Yeah, yeah you,
1: you need someone that's cocky that's going to, like, be confident as and a corner. be
0: annoying as hell. Yeah,
1: yeah. Get in their head. And this dude is long, has size. You know, people that are sick of us drafting the nickel size corners, this isn't it.
0: No, he's, he is...
1: And he never gave up a touchdown his whole career.
0: Last year, he didn't give up anything more than 18 yards to a receiver
1: insane like, so since he's cincinnati corner yeah
0: um big 21 long one and a starting, half
1: years old so he ain't old he's
0: ran what a four three nine
1: yeah yeah athletically stud i mean
0: the tapes there
1: the, now the, how does he fit this year when we clearly have patrick peterson came dancler, rotate him in a little bit i would say that dude, to the that, bench. That,
0: that dude starts day one opposite patrick peterson
1: so, yeah, Dansler, you're on like the Dan- I mean, Breeland Dan- Dan- took Dant- Dan- Dantzler's job last yeah, year.
0: Yeah, rotating with Patrick Peterson at that point. There <laughs> will be no rotating Sauce Gardner.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, he's my third guy on my board. I yeah. see what you're there, saying.
0: There will be no rotating and
1: Sauce Gardner. I thought about, like, okay, we signed Patrick re-signed Patrick Peterson. Do I want to adjust this? Maybe cornerback's not, you know, because it's a it's a Vikings board. No. Yep. No. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Third player on my board. Uh, you're fourth player.
0: Fourth player brings me to Trayvon Walker.
1: Trayvon Walker. I'm Ryan a, is eating it up
0: i hey i was a fan of trayvon walker before the combine uh i like what he can bring to the table uh not only athletically but he can line up anywhere along the front seven uh you want to talk about like a potential like micah parsons kind of player i think trayvon walker's it uh he could play. He's a freak. I yeah. mean, like His combine
1: was ridiculous.
0: And he can play middle linebacker. There's, place, there's tape of him playing three-tech and dropping back into coverage and stuff like that. I don't like think that. there's a
1: position in the front seven that he couldn't play. No, no. I mean, with how big and athletic he is. I mean, if you want, you just send him off the edge, call it a day. But it's kind of nice to have a guy like that. Even, I don't know if even Hutchinson or Cabon Thibodeau have that kind of versatility where you could put him at three, I guess, five-tech on early downs or something, oh. you know, and then move them to edge on the later downs, rotate them in. I mean, you watch what Zadarius Smith did for the Packers, like playing that rover role and like moving around. It's like maybe that edge spot. I mean, somehow they rushed Rashawn Gary, Zedarius Smith, and Preston, Preston Smith. Smith. So it's like, there's ways to get three passers on the field. Cool. And a guy like him makes it easier because he can play wherever the fuck you want to put him. Oh. Um, you know what I've noticed already on our boards? You are far more about upside and taking risks. And I am definitely going to be more, even just looking at my list, like I lean more towards like I, a good, good elite player, but the safer one compared to the, I mean, you got Malik Willis and Trayvon Walker in your top four already. Yeah. That those are big swings. Ryan's not fucking around. No,
0: nope, not at all.
1: Uh, my four, we have my four. Uh, I'm gonna go Derek Stingley. Okay. okay. Uh, another corner. I think, uh, he's only 20, well, 20.7. 20. So he's almost 21. Uh, ridiculously good as a freshman. And then, you know, the COVID year, a couple injuries, last couple years weren't as great. I don't care. This dude's fucking awesome. Derek's certainly sweet. Yeah. Like, and you've got Patrick Peterson back, LSU connection. You got the LSU coach. It just fits, you know? You bring him in, Patrick Peterson coaches him up. He gets motivated again. I mean, he was there with the Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson team, having a great time as a freshman. Also have Justin
0: Jefferson. Also have Justin Jefferson.
1: And then that whole team went into dust. You know, the LSU went from the top of the mountain to trash. He's Their probably, coach is fired. Derek Sting is probably like, I just want to go to the NFL. I was the best corner we've seen in years as a freshman.
0: Yeah. So. And that's like, not not like sugarcoating it either. Yeah, that's like,
1: not like hyperbole. That's fact. Yeah. Like he was the best corner in a long time. As a as freshman. As a freshman. Um, and real, what would you say? Cha- not I would say it's less than 50-50 he's available, but not... What do you think, 20% chance he could be there at 12? 25% chance? Fuck. Uh, 20, and I, I think that's... You think
0: that's high? I think that's high. I don't know. Good
1: size, too. Also, and it like, all also a freak athletically.
0: It all depends on if the Giants and Jets both double down on defense, which I think they will and should.
1: I can see the Jets trying to help out Wilson a little bit with the receiver. Like, could be the first one that pulls the trigger on a receiver. They sort
0: of need to draft Tyler an Consulent. offensive
1: lineman. Yeah. Well, sort of the Giants.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, do they both double down on defense, or do they help their offense out?
1: Yeah. And with, I mean, I'll say I'll say it's a one in five chance right now that Singly's there. And I if feel he like is, I jet, run the card in.
0: I feel like the Jets with Robert Salah want. I feel like they want an edge rusher. Um, I don't feel like. I mean. Well, if you look know, at what he sauce. what they
1: did in San Francisco, like. It was always front seven over yeah. the secondary. Like, I mean, last year the fucking 49ers had like Amber Thomas or whatever, like the rookie fourth rounder. And like and Emmanuel Mosley. Yeah, it's it's always about pressure before coverage for what I assume Robert Slaw was also coaching. So, yeah, I can see him Trayvon Walker or something instead. Um, interesting enough, Ahmad Gardner and Stingley. I probably I mean I think they're good enough they can fit in any defense but they're probably not ideal fits actually for our defense cuz they're press man corners. Yeah. We're more of a zone team, but But wasn't They drafted Patrick team. Yeah. I think at some point you are so good that it's like oh okay, you're not Your specialty's not zone and you're still better than the zone corners. Yeah. Like, they're zone corners because they can't play man either because of their size limitations or you know whatever it is. Like these two guys can play zone just fine. Yeah, and like they're not going to bump they, into they the They may slot. not be
0: man, but like, like you still play press zone. Yep, and you I mean, still you need also, those man if you skills. Can throw
1: some different looks at people. You know, there's going to be times where you blitz, and uh. you need to have man skills. You know, uh. the only thing these guys lack is they ain't going to play the slot ever. Which yep. fine by me. We got <laughs> fine Shandon by Sullivan. Me. All right, so that was my fourth. Yep, my five is Sauce. So your five. My five is Kyle Hamilton. Okay. Okay. Yep. Notre Dame safety. Also be cool to pair up some golden domers. Oh. Uh, six foot four. Didn't run as well as people thought, so a little bit of a negative buzz on him right now. Still think. He got hurt the last game, the bowl game, I believe. Yeah, he missed some time. So
0: um, When know. he was there.
1: I'm going ch- to chalk it off to injury on that slow time. That dude is baller. Playmaker, like... Sideline to sideline with the long strides, like he's got game speed. I think you were you texted me earlier, like I don't know, you look fucking fast on games. Yeah, like,
0: like the, there's this one play where he's on like the other hash mark and he runs across the field and intercepts a deep
1: ball. Yeah, like, and that quarterback clearly was like, no one's gonna be there for sure. Yeah, and then oh, he was there. So, so Kyle Hamilton. Who do you think has a better chance of falling to us, Kyle Hamilton or Derek Stingley? I think. At this moment, right now, it's Kyle Hamilton, which is crazy because, like, literally just two weeks ago, I'd be like, Well, he's no chance he's gonna be there. So, oh. and uh, that could just be me because, like, nobody's talking about Kyle
0: Hamilton besides his negative 40. So, that could just be recency bias. Why I'm thinking that it'll fall.
1: Well, I think that is it, it's just because we've the, the buzz around him is not good right now, yeah. you know. like buzz is on Trayvon Walker, it's on other, you know. It, Kyle Hamilton's prospect fatigue again? Is it the same thing? Like this guy's so fucking good. And then it's like, actually, you know, he's not. I've just looked at his tape again. Like yeah. how would you have thought he was good for three fucking years. I mean, what's the problem? Uh, safety too. once we brought back Patrick Peterson, really like, I was kind of like, ugh, like I, as much as I really like Kyle Hamilton, like we need a corner so bad that, but once we did that, now it's like, just add a fucking playmaker, add an yeah. impact player. You know, look at the checklist. We've added Zedaria Smith as an impact player. I don't know if I consider Patrick Peterson or Jordan Hicks impact. Or Harrison Smith or F- Harrison Phillips. Yeah, I think those are all very good role players, which the fact that we signed three very good role players and Zedaria Smith probably makes up for it if we don't even get one. But yeah. you had an impact player on defense at 12, and that's home run. Nope. Uh, anyways, your, I don't know, six maybe? Six would be me. Uh,
0: I, I want to go Evan Neal. Evan Neal, okay. Uh, the tackle from Alabama. I would like him to play guard. Um, he's the only tackle who I think can play guard, I think. I um, have one other one.
1: Icky Iquano. Yeah. Yeah, I, but... I just look at how tall he is, and it's like, you're tall and big, and I think you can play there. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. Evan, Evan Neal, Neal said he could. He could. He said he would do it. He said, I could impact a team anywhere but center. Also, I like the fact that he said that because mm-hmm. I don't want to draft one of these guys. And then they're like, well, I don't want to play guard because I'm going to make less money. Yeah. You clearly will. You know, if you're an elite tackle, you're going to paid way more than an elite guard. So he seemed open to it. And he's, some people have him as the best player in the draft. Yeah, he falls to 12 and you just want to add a road grader to the, I mean, your offensive line suddenly... And, like, let's just say Christian Derrissaw ends up with having just injury problems. Yeah. Like, that dude just immediately slides over to Derrissaw's well, spot. If you have any injury to your tackles, you yeah. can just move him from guard, boom, put him at tackle. I, he's too good to just go, oh, we have tackles, we can't take them. And that's sort of where it's like, okay, if he only can play tackle, then I just can't have him. But if he can play guard. So he's... Uh, well, my six is Kim Iquana... Is that his name? How do you say it? Iki Iki So another tackle that can play guard. Iku Oh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, same situation. He's probably going to be drafted in the top, I don't know, five as a tackle. But if he falls to us, I'll draft him as a guard and no. have a beast of a guard. And now our offense is... Ridiculous. So uh, he's my sixth. Your sixth. seventh? Seven is Cal uh, Hamilton. Okay. We talked, talked about him. Yep. The tall safety out of Notre Dame. My seventh is Evan Neal. So okay. back to you. Uh, I have Derek Stingley at eight. Derek Stingley, quality ball player. I already yep. had him at uh, four. Yep. So what are we at? Eight? Yep. Eight. All right. Eight. I have George Karloftis. Okay. George Karloftis out of Purdue. Yeah. Uh, he's not even 21 yet. Uh, I believe he started three years at Purdue already as well. He's what you would call a lunch pail guy, a high motor. Well, played for the Boilermakers, no, of course. course be, he's a, of course be, he's, gotta he's gotta a lunch pail guy, more of a power rusher than a speed rusher. Yep. Uh, he's
0: labeled as an edge, but I feel like he's a four three edge, uh, mm-hmm.
1: five tech, uh, three four guy. I feel like I th- I think you could play him an edge. I think he's athletic enough. I just think he's a he's just a different style of edge. Yeah. Like, I, but I do think he could definitely slide down to five tech if you need him to. He can move around like not as you know the linebacker spots, but like he could go edge on. If it's third down, you just want him to push the pocket from the outside. I think he can do it. Yeah. Um, I mean his his size and weight is, and he's more athletic than Zarius Smith.
0: Yeah, no, and that's kind of who I was thinking of too. I was like, well, Zarius is a pretty like
1: just power rush guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's different styles. It's definitely not the typical three four dip your shoulder Von Miller type. Yep. But you know, it, he's, I just think he's really fucking good. Like, every time I watch his highlights, he's... Even, like, I watch, like, you know, all the snaps of him in a game. It's like, this guy's constantly causing havoc. Yeah, he just... So, however he, he's he going to do it... He likes to play football. Yeah. He would definitely be a perfect 4-3 end, though. Like, if you were... If we still ran that Zimmer defense. Yeah. He's almost like a Everson Griffin type, where it's, I'm going to bull rush you. I'm not going to run around you. Yeah, anymore. and, like... I may not get a sack
0: in the first half, but by the third or fourth quarter, you're going to be tight. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that was the thing too. He never comes off the field for Purdue, so I mean, he wouldn't have to do that here. But I like him. I think he's also a very uh, safe player. Like I don't just another one of those guys. I don't think's got much chance to bust outright. Yeah. Um, All right, your ninth nine. I've got Karloftis. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Like that. Yep. My nine is. Trent McDuffie. Okay. Ryan's not a fan, I don't think. Uh, he's all right, I guess. So, so you know, I think the hang up is obviously that he's not tall. He's he's five eleven. We've taken two five eleven corners the past four years. Okay, but Jerry Alexander's five eleven, Kyle Fuller, five eleven, Asante Samo Jr., five fucking nine, whatever. You know where they're getting drafted? Into the Vic Fangio defense. Because it doesn't matter. Santo Samuel
0: need, was not into the Vic Fangio defense. Brandon Staley.
1: It all oh, goes back was, to Fangio. Oh, yeah. It all goes back to Fangio. I, no. And even last year with the Rams, like Darius, what's his name? Darius Williams? Darius Williams. Dude short as fuck. Played great in that defense. Like you it's a zone defense. You don't need to be tall to be good. And if you just if you just wipe out the memory of bad corners we've drafted, I, I, it's hard. And it's I get it. Hard. But if he's Jerry Alexander, he's 100% worth a top ten pick. Absolutely. So, and he's, I, I, I compare him to like Buddha Baker because they're also small, but the way he tackles and is just like, he's like fearless. So I, I think he's good. I like his tape. Um, I do have the other two corners ahead of him purely based on the fact that I think like I don't think a five eleven corner. I mean, I guess they can because Alexander Alexander's like a shutdown corner. It's a lot harder. It's just yeah. harder to be a shutdown corner when you don't have the length. And he also doesn't have long arms, even as long as Cheryl Alexander.
0: You know what I want out of him? I want him to hold one of those like gripper things, okay. you know, to strengthen the strength of the hands. How yeah. uh, they've got, you know. Yeah, yeah. I put a penny in between there. See how long he can hold it. If he's got strong hands, I'll be fine <laughs> with it. Because then I'll know he can break up passes.
1: I feel like he at least has a better mentality than like Mike Hughes ever had. Jeff Gladney, I mean, I don't know if we even talked about him. He got, like, went to the Cardinals. Field, he went to the Cardinals. I thought he had more of that like dog mentality. Yep. So I mean, he'll probably be a fucking star for the Cardinals. But whatever. Um, I just think like to, you're, if you're gonna be five eleven, you gotta have like an attitude. So yeah. and like, I don't, did anyone? The Bears weren't they weren't unhappy when they drafted Kyle Fuller, and he was very good for a lot of years. So if, if you could find a guy like that, if that's what he is, I like the pick. And. You might want to get on board with it because it's going to be the fucking pick. It's right. just going to be the it's pick. It's going to be fine. It's going to be Trent McGuffey I feel like whenever
0: I don't like the pick. That's what happens and it works out. <laughs> and it, it always works out. So, you know,
1: you almost want me to be unhappy. Yeah. He's only 21 also. So he's, I think he's, yeah, besides uh, George Karloftis, he's the youngest guy I have on my list. Okay. Where are we at now? Number 10? Number 10 for you. Iki Ikuanu. Okay. So I had him six. Okay. So you did have two tackles that you play a guard. Unless you just get oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. straight out. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Number one? Nah, 10. My number 10 is Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker. I think he was your number two? Three, four. Number four. four. Your number four. Oh, yeah, you would. Willie believe Wills. Yeah, we talked about him. Uh, blew up the combine. Yep. Like, he went from kind of like in the teens. Everyone's got... Some people pick number one overall. That, I no, I see that, too. A lot of people do him to Detroit, number two. And, like, I really like Trayvon Walker because,
0: uh, like, what he was, like, in the 20s and the teens. And I was like, all right. Like, like probably not going to get Karloftis, Thibodeau, yeah. uh, Hutchinson.
1: Hutchinson. Like, Here's where's the next one. tier?
0: Yep. And it's like, oh, the, and then the more you watch him, it's like,
1: wait a second. This dude belongs with those Yeah, guys. he kind of jumped up a tier two on everyone. Like, was like, we should go back and watch him or something. Also, Georgia's defense... Not helping almost anybody besides maybe like Nicobe Dean rack up stats because a lot of stunts, a lot of like you
0: know like Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis, uh, Nicobe Dean, um, who were we Trayvon Walker, Trayvon Walker, like there's F-
1: Louis Lewis sign uh, the dude that's getting tr- in charge with rape, uh, Adam Anderson or something yeah, Anderson like well, their best rusher, yeah, like well the other five are all
0: like top forty picks, yeah, not counting sign you Janine got four, Tindle, I think, yeah, so. yeah they're there's just so much talent on yeah. that defense. It reminds me of, like, the old University of Miami defense. Yeah, just where, like, loaded. it doesn't matter. Like, this year, next year, doesn't matter when you come out
1: of the draft. You're getting drafted. And, it, you know, like, even with, like, the Jordan Davis, like, oh, he doesn't play a ton of snaps. Like, well, he doesn't need to. They have so much talent. Like, why wouldn't they rotate people? So, it's, mm-hmm. like, even with Trayvon Walker, like, they're running plays, like, defensive play stunts and stuff, where he's not going to get a lot of production. Yeah, they're, they're not, like building this defense around one of these guys for them to just wreak havoc. He's not running the cave on Thibodeau. I'm going around the corner every time. Even the George Karloftis, like, that's our rusher. So, like, get him singled and he needs to beat his guy. Like, no, Trayvon Walker might be asked to just go absorb two blocks so Devontae Wyatt can get the single and yep. go get it. So I, I, it's tough. It's, it almost makes it tough, like, which Georgia defenders are actually really good and which ones are a product of the system. Yep. It's like, uh, they're all really good probably. That yep. team is fucking good. Uh, and,
0: you know, it's funny because I feel like uh, Devontae Wyatt is the guy who's not getting a lot of love out of there, mm-hmm. except actually recently. Recently see, he's sneaking up, yeah. Which kind of makes me think, that's probably the guy you want.
1: Yeah, it's going to be the one that's like <laughs> the late. You know, you got to get in with the coaching staff and really ask them, like, yep. who's actually good here? Uh, that was my 10, right? Yep. Back to you for 11. 11 is uh, Jermaine Johnson. My 11 also. Uh, Florida State, edge Rusher. From Eden Prairie. I did not know that. Yeah. He's a transfer, too. I forget who he transferred to from. Was it Georgia, Doug?
0: Yeah, I think it was good, Georg- cause Georgia. Because he couldn't get on the field, probably. Yeah.
1: Uh, great season at Florida State. Uh, I, I always read he's the best edge setter as a pass rusher, which Ed Donatel made it a, a clear point to say, we're going to set the edge. Like, that's one of our, like, tenets. Okay. So if this guy's the best at that, I'm in. And he's got a really good
0: motor. Yeah. Like, there's countless times watching him where, like, they're, they run... You watch the YouTube highlight, and all of a sudden, he's on the back side of the plane. It's like, why am I watching this? And then there he goes. He's going to come strip
1: the ball from behind or yep. something. And yep. it's like,
0: oh, oh, wow. And it's not just that happens once. Like He does that a lot. Oh, yeah.
1: He's definitely a he's high order guy. He's, Lunch pail he's fella. a, he's a dog. He's a dog. A uh, little older, 23.3 years old. Yep. But he was a transfer. Yeah. So, And also, that's not... That's fine. That's not like... Uh, Garrett Bowles being 26 or whatever, yeah. or I think that Bernhard Raymond guy's no. pretty old. Brandon Whedon, 28. Brandon, Yeah, Rennie's boy, Brandon yeah. Whedon, loved him. <laughs> this guy's going to be a star. Rocket arm, even though he had a noodle arm. I don't know what Rennie's watching. Uh, yeah, Jermaine Johnson, the, he's the last, to, for me, of like the edges I'd be happy with. Yeah. At twelve. At twelve. At, At 12. twelve. At trade down, whatever. Trade down, then we can start talking about him off yeah. and stuff like that. So this is your 12th. Twelve. I got Jameson Williams. So this is the last of, like, your... This is our pick. You oh. know. So if all those other guys are gone, this is who you would take. Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams. Absolute fucking burner. Uh, I feel like he... I mean, a lot of people compare him to Sean Watson. I mean, to Sean Jackson. But I feel like he's got a little more, like, wiggle. Yeah, I, uh... He I almost want to say like a, a
0: faster Jerry Judy, but that might just be because of the Alabama connection. No, I
1: I feel like that's a better I mean, I think actually the Ringers, I don't know if you've ever looked at their draft guide, but I think they called it they always say shades of. So shades of and I think they said Jerry Judy at one and a half times speed.
0: Which I've it, never even heard of this thing, so I'm very pleased that yeah, I Yeah.
1: Um they they have very interesting comps. I think they're comp for uh Kyle Hamilton was Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, okay. So. Uh, but they just give you a, the athletic it kind profile. Of, yeah, it's the athletic it, profile. It, when you see it, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He tore his ACL, but he's already jumping. He's already, you know, running around. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be ready. And the receivers are tough for me. I feel like they're all like in a bunch. And I kind of like the ones that are different than what we have. Like Jameson Williams has speed that Jefferson and Thielen don't have. Like he could be your take the top off, open things up underneath. I'd be down. I mean, we don't need a receiver desperately, but like Thielen ain't getting younger. I think KG Osborne like will always be, and maybe I'm underselling him. Like I feel like you're really happy with him as your three, but if he's your number two, like, I don't know. Are you you super happy? Maybe he proves me wrong. We thought he was a bust last year. Yeah.
0: Want him to prove me wrong. Like three good receivers. Why not? Yeah, sure. Like, cool. Go get paid, but uh, yeah, that's that's number twelve. I think Jamison Williams just adds something to the offense. Where if you can add a guy like Jamison Williams, he makes a bigger impact than the other guys.
1: Yeah, I do too. I just think it's just a, a different skill set. Also, just turned twenty one, so young. Yeah. Uh, I have for my number twelve is Devin Lloyd. Okay, linebacker Utah. Um, I just think he's really good. I don't. I don't really see how he would play right away. Because of Hicks and Kendricks, but both Hicks and Kendricks are older. Yeah. So he'd kind of be like your Kendricks replacement. I mean, a lot of people compare to like Fred Warner. You give me Fred Warner, I'll take it. He could pretty much do, I mean, he's super athletic. It's kind of like the year there was Devin Bush and Devin White. Like, I don't know, just a linebacker. Yep. That's, who was last year's linebackers? Was there one? Micah, Micah Parsons. Man, okay. He's no Micah Parsons. Yeah. I mean, like, he's he's got some patch rush, but you can't just stick him at D-end all yeah. day. Yeah. Um, not super exciting, but I, I just think really, really good defensive player, and we need defense. So, no. uh, thirteen. I've got Jordan Davis. I also
0: have Jordan Davis. Thirteen. Bit uh, six six three forty ran a
1: four seven nine forty. The uh, fucking ridiculous jumped far. Yeah, dude's like the biggest. You go watch them, and he's just like the biggest guy I've ever seen but, on the field.
0: But my player comp is uh, Haloti Nata. The uh, former Ravens nose tackle, five tack, whatever, wherever they wanted to play him, he played and he played it well. And I believe he also is 12th overall. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: The, uh, the ringers draft guide again, uh, Refrigerator Perry was the uh, comp for, uh, I mean, and you think about our defense, again, it's too gapping. You need to occupy blockers. I mean, you have to double team him every play. He's too big and too strong. It's just going to let hicks and kendricks run free does he play i mean he's a nose tackle so what do you do do you just play his nose he, he played five tech that's, as well that's what i would do and like okay if, you know if who, he's big and, and has up problems armin watts can come in on some passing downs and let jordan davis just eat up the whole run game fuck play five tech he's basically hakeem hicks but fast I, I, imagine yeah drafting hakeem hicks i mean this, this guy could be that yeah, he's like, fucking awesome. Like, he's so cool. Yeah, I wish I could put him higher. It's I just really, tough
0: because because we're kind of not. I don't want to say set along the front three, but like we're we're kind.
1: Of, also, we're, he is we're a he, good. he is like I don't know. It's it's like you're a non. Not that he can't rush the pasture, but it's not like his his. He's not super. He's not. I don't know. He's probably more of like a two-down player, like a two-and-a-half-down player. I don't, he's not an, an edge rusher, uh, a shutdown corner. It's tough when it's like you're kind of a nose tackle. No. Not that you can't play 5 tech and do the other things, but... Vita Vey. Yeah. That's oh, the thing, he, though. They, they, he's a guy like that. where tested athletically. It could single-handedly just make your run defense top five. And guess what sucked on our team last year? Run, run, run defense. defense. You had Harrison Phillips. I know we bracelet- were replacing Pierce, but really good run defender. And then you stick Jordan Davis, who you have to double every fucking play, like... You'd be, you'd be good at stopping the run. Yeah, you'd be very. Good It'd stopping be a there. lot of fun. Goal line fronts with all those guys. And honestly, <laughs> yeah, just beef. <laughs> I, it also, with all these like teams going to the Shanahan system with the small linemen, like you, you, imagine him nose up against Bradbury. Yeah, D- Elson never.
0: Jenkins, if he plays center like for any of those teams that are
1: getting those more light, agile linemen. Go the other way. Let's just get guys that are going to push him in the backfield and cause havoc. Oh. So, yeah, I'm down with that. He's also my 13th player on the board. Uh, 14-eyed Trent McDuffie. Trent McDuffie. Okay, well. He I, made the hey, list. I, t- made the I, list. I, I, I pushed you a little bit, you know, bringing up old you Trent. Did. You did. You know, you can't you can't let your past failures, you know, dictate your future unless it's Tyler Linderbaum because <laughs> Garrett Bradbury has roomed him for me. <laughs> I don't know if he makes your top of team, but he is. He did not. He, he is. made my honorable mention, though. Okay, yeah. He's he's in my first round. It's just I, I, just, I can't take a short arm center. It's going to be okay. He's not Garrett Bradbury. I, I, he's you know what not a is, converted tight end. You out. know what the thing is, is? I don't think he is. I think he actually is probably going to be a pretty damn good center. I'm just not taking a fucking center at 12. <laughs> not doing it. I'll take a guard that is supposed to be a tackle at 12. I won't even take a guard at 12, I don't think. I want a tackle that I'm going to force to play guard. All right, so my, what do we got, 13, 14. 14? My 14 is Traylon Burks. And I feel like there's been a lot of negative thought about Traylon Burks. That dude's good. I fucking like his, I'm going to say tape. It's YouTube highlights. I, I think Don't he, tell anybody. It's well, tape. <laughs> sometimes I do click the every snap, which is basically tape. But he, he didn't run super fast. He still ran on the four fives. And if you watch him, he's running away from players all the time. He's got long strides. Yeah, he's got game speed. Yep. And, and I feel like he brings a dimension that we don't have. Okay. Jefferson, Thielen—they're get open guys. They get open. Traylon Burks is gonna bully corners. Slants—you you, want to put Jerry Alexander on him at five eleven? No, no. He's just—it's like uh, Brandon Marshall or I don't—you like, know, of that's DK a, Metcalf. DK Metcalf. You know, like it—it's just something totally different and. I, again, Brandon Marshall—that's a good, a uh, faster Brandon Marshall is a good. Count. Yeah, with maybe a less uh, yak ability because Brandon Marshall can break tackles. in like yeah. nobody's business. But like he just like he's not going to go deep a ton, but he's going to catch a bunch of stuff, and just body receivers. But I mean, you could throw a jump ball to him too if you want. I mean, see, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I just I also I think the name Traylon Burks is very
0: solid. Yeah, very I, solid name. So, he's my wide receiver three, and I have my wide receiver two at 15. Uh, I've got Chris Olave just ahead of him. You love Chris Olave. He's so good. He's like a combination of Justin Jefferson and Terry McLaurin. Shorter like McLaurin, but can run routes and stuff like Jefferson. He's definitely smooth
1: smooth as hell in his routes. Probably the best route runner in the draft.
0: Yeah, and like... I got fooled on Justin Jefferson. Like, I'm well, we, not, not ev- going to pass up. on Everyone like, told us he
1: was slot only. Yeah, know? I'm He's not. I'm not going to pass up on smooth route running anymore. I do. I, you know, it's funny because I just do Traylon Burks as my guy. But like, I do always think like these people that are chasing that contested catch guy. They, t- I feel like like Nikhil Harry tends to bust more than the guy who just gets open. Oh, okay. so, which is totally opposite of what I just did because I put Traylon Burks there, but. It's usually a thing like, just just get the guy who gets open. Oh. It's a lot easier for you. And, so. yeah, like, and Chris Olave gets open. Oh. I just think he's going to end up in Green Bay. I, he's going to end up in Green Bay. I know. That's the worst part, is I know he's going to end up in Green Bay. Yeah. I just know
0: it. And then I have to hate him. Well, hopefully he bust. He's a bum.
1: Well, he will be a bum. <laughs> was that your 15th? Yeah, it was 15th. My 15th is another receiver. It's Jameson Williams, who you already had. Oh, yeah. The burner. So I took two receivers at the end that are just... Because my next one is Garrett Wilson. But like, they're just... Those two guys, Traylon Burks, James and Williams, have different skill sets than Jefferson, KJ Osborne, and Thielen. Because really all three of our guys are kind of similar. Like, Jefferson's just really good at it. Thielen's really good at it, just not quite as good as Jefferson. And KJ Osborne's really good, but not quite as good as Thielen. But none of them are big. We don't even have a big player in our offense. Yeah,
0: our biggest so what,
1: player is 6'2", or Smith. Yeah. So even our tight end is short. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not that, you know, Thielen and what Jefferson are probably 6'1", so they're not small. And they both play big. Play super big, yeah. Especially Jefferson. has got long arms. Um, all right, anyone anyone else you want to mention before we go? I will say Mal- Malik Willis is the 17th player on my board. Um, I did have Kenny Pickett at the end of the first. Yeah, have uh, on here. Yep. Um, Devontae Wyatt I have in the middle. But, you know, he's 24. Yeah, that's that's kind of what got me off of uh, Boyo Maffa, too, because he's almost twenty four. Yep, twenty three and a half already. Yeah. yeah, some of those, like even Jermaine Johnson, I I was like, do I like him more than Trayvon Walker? It's like Trayvon Walker's two years younger than him. Like that's a lot of development to get better than Jermaine Johnson. So um, Drake London, I like a lot Drake of London. people like him as their number one receiver. Yep, I I noticed that too. Uh, he he is. Very Brandon marshall Because yeah. he breaks a lot of tackles. Yeah, he, he's uh, very Mike Evans. Yeah. Brandon got, Marshall. Yeah. I, I don't know if I like receiver at 12. I would love a trade down to like 15, 16. Like a very short trade down. Gain like a couple mid picks and then take a receiver. But I can't imagine that all of, our, all of what we want is picked clean. That we're forced to like BPA receiver. Yeah. Because there's not no. a Jamar Chase in this draft. No There's not even a Devonta Smith in this draft. Drake, Drake London probably fits that, if you want to call
0: it that, Cooper Cup role. Yeah. Big slot, yep. separates, can catch
1: anything. And make moves after the catch. Yeah. I mean, I like our receivers. I think our top three are very good. I like Amir Smith-Marsfett. Don't forget about V.C. Johnson's a very solid player. But you throw another like blue chipper in there. And that's dangerous. Open up the offense. You got Irv Smith out there. Cook's got lanes. It'll be good. Um, all right, so that's our initial big boards. Maybe we'll... Uh, you know, we always promise we're going to do an episode the next week. You know, we, we lie a yeah, lot. So, sometimes we I, hit it. Sometimes we yeah, don't. So I would be... We will definitely have an episode before the draft. Yeah. Because we'll have to do, you know, maybe a seven-round Viking mock or a mock that we do of the first round or something. So, um, And then maybe we'll do one live from Vegas. Yeah. For th- the first round. I think that'd be fun. I think we should do yeah, something. I think we, you know, knock it out. So... At the pool. At the pool. We'll just go down there day two, and we'll watch the draft while talking about the first round. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's the that about wraps it up.
0: Yeah, I think that's the end of the Grapes and Gorak show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>